You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Oh my God. Listen up, ragamuffins. We encourage each and every one of you to drink deeply from the cup that is Fair Riverdale. Your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hello. Right of Hobo. Welcome to Thistle House. Shove it, Hell. Welcome back, everybody. It's your friends at Kapow, the pop culture podcast, talking Riverdale. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. I'll be jug dubbing over this episode, narrating from behind the scenes, Hmm. as Jughead does. So we have been lax on our coverage. I'm not going to throw blame around because who cares? It doesn't matter whose fault it is. Well, it all falls on me. I got to write down everything that happened in detail, and that makes me not want to watch the show. <laughs> Again, now there's no reason to point out that's a bed you made yourself. No one, <laughs> when we this began, no one forced you to do that. But well, 95 episodes of it <laughs> wore me down. <laughs> I can't understand it myself, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but every I honestly, you guys patiently let me take a little break. So I decided to pull a little effort and I watched a couple episodes. So we're going to And the show is currently on hiatus. Yeah. We're in no hurry. It's yeah. uh, last we talked about was the end of season five, kind of a shortened, you know, they, they shortened it a little bit because COVID and they were going to come back for a five episode event to start season six. Right. It has all aired. It's all I'm sure on the CW app at the moment. Um, yep. So, but uh there's no no word yet on exactly when we're going to be back to the town with Pep, but and those five episodes happen to be the ninety sixth through one hundredth episodes of the series. So right. we're going to cover chapters ninety six and ninety seven tonight. Right? Did you guys ever think we'd have a hundred episodes of the show? No way! <laughs> no way! <laughs> no. <sighs> So what's chapter 96 called, Jordan? Welcome to Rivervale. Rivervale? So season five ended with a bomb exploding. Is that where yes. we stopped? There's a bomb ticking, very large mm. bomb underneath Betty's bed. Right. Bomb under Betty's bed. Yep. I think it was at Archie's house. I don't remember. I think it was Archie's bed. <laughs> Would take any you guys bed, word for it. Any bed that Betty's in. There was a bed and a bomb. Any and... bed that Betty's in is Betty's bed. Bomb. <laughs> Boom. Ah, so Jug come Jug is uh narrating, comes over by the sign for Rivervale. There's a town that exists at the borderlands. Says it's a place, place of, of nightmares, nightmares and dreamscapes. dreamscapes. Well, a place where folklore and myth carry the weight of fact and truth. A place where superstitions and their laws overshadow the laws of science. And a place where old traditions die hard, if they die at all. The name of this place is Rivervale. And the sign, of course, says Rivervale. You'll never want to leave. Does that so, say the, the town with heart as well, I think? I don't, I don't know. If you say so. And though it might seem familiar to you, like a town you visited before, I can assure you, it is not that same town. Don't worry, I'll show you around. First stop, Tony and Fang's apartment. A portrait of a couple in distress. Baby Anthony finally fell asleep? More like he passed out from exhaustion. He can't keep going like this, Fangs. He's literally crying 24-7. Something's wrong. We'll call Doc Curdle, get Anthony an appointment. It's gonna be okay, I promise. So he's narrating. We got Fangs and TT and baby Anthony. He's colicky. Mm, and they're right. going to take him to the doctor. So they say, just casually, they're going to take him to Dr. Curl. <laughs> why would you take your baby to the morgue? To the you, morgue. You, when you only know one doctor, 
I was that was like, okay, we're off to a good start. <laughs> if that's their freaking pediatrician is the coroner, then we are we're doing it right. Coroner slash pediatrician. I want to see Wait, at this time. point. Do we know things are weird at this point? No. Or do we have to figure that out? I don't remember. We have to figure it out. Okay. I don't even. I still don't just like the bomb. Out. They woke. The bomb was a bad dream. I feel like that. That's how this all started. Like, oh, there was no bomb, and then it just started. Uh, yeah. and then we were left to catch up, as I believe where we're at. So we go to pops. TT gets keys to. Uh, maybe it's maybe I just wrote that wrong. Is it maybe Tabitha got the keys to their home? There's a uh, her and uh, Jug Jughead. are moving. So Jugatha are moving in together. Does it get an ominous be never be too careful from their uh, landlord? Um, over at Lo Lodge Lodge, we got the uh, power couple Reg. And Veronica are on dueling treadmills, selling to casino investors as they jog. It's exhausting. Um, over on Elm Street, the Coopers, breakfast time as usual. Always. Thunders, 24 hours a day, it's breakfast over there. Thunder made some quiche. Um, and she's clogging the pipes to get Frank to come over. <laughs> Clogger. Um, the Andrews, we got... But let's go next door. Where my old chum, Archie Andrews, is living with my ex-girlfriend, Betty Cooper. Barchie living Let together that sink now. in for a minute. Let that sink And while we're in. all good friends, I should probably end the tour here and leave whatever's happening upstairs to your imaginations. Was it another nightmare? Yeah, sorry, I woke you. No, it's okay. Was it a bad one? Um, Archie has a nightmare. It was yeah, surreal. Took a bomb under the bed in Riverdale. We were hooking up here in my room, and we heard this ticking noise. Mm-hmm. It was a bomb under the bed. Oh, my God. That's awful. Yeah, and the weirdest part, we were living in a town called Riverdale. Riverdale. With a D. Yeah. Okay, no more Twilight Zone marathons before bed, okay? <sighs> Let's make all those bad dreams go away with some early morning delight. They wake up and have an early morning delight. Interrupted by Kevin calling. He's in Fox Forest. Always. What's new? He found a ritual. Ritual deer. Who shows up? Cheryl and her pupils. And she <laughs> says they're trespassing on the nation of Thornhill. Okay. Uh, never going to jog here again. Nor should you, interloper. You, Mary Three, are trespassing on the sacred sovereign nation of Thornhill. Be gone from its borders immediately. Or else my pupils will shoot you full of arrows like who, girls? St. Sebastian, Mistress Blossom. Cheryl, this is a crime scene, so I need to collect all of the evidence, including the deer. You will do nothing of the sort. My girls and I will assume possession of that carcass. To do what? We will make a stew from its meat, a pelt from its hide, and a paste from its hooves. That's a little barbaric. No, you, you sad, simple she-child. It's a part of a sacred circle of life and death, of use, reuse, and rebirth, of paying respect to what the earth gives us all of what she gives us now leave my land heathens girls toodles yeah they're either gonna leave or get shot full of arrows like saint sebastian <laughs> <laughs> yeah B's there to collect evidence. You can't, she's the FBI, you know. So Cheryl's gonna assume possession of the carcass and she's gonna make a stew from its meat, a pelt from its hide, and paste from its hooves. <laughs> <laughs> paste pot pelt was all I could. 
That's kind of barbaric, as far as Betty's concerned. And Cheryl says, no, you sad, simple she-child. It's the circle of life. They all draw their bows. Leave, heathens. Toodles. Over at Dr. Colonel Jr.'s pediatrician's office, declares it is colic. It's got an old folk remedy. (laughs) What is it, Jordan? Like to put this toad in baby Anthony's mouth. <laughs> It'll suck the colic out. No more crying. Like mm. a Gus Grogu style. Yeah. TT's like, no freaking way. Why did we even come to you, Dr. Colonel? Colonel's like, well, then earplugs. It's either a baby toad in a baby's mouth or you take, get some earplugs. Those are the only options. So Betty and Archie help Jugatha move into the apartment. They move like a ton of long boxes. Yeah, I like seeing that. <laughs> Although they were really poorly organized. Oh. Like the boxes were too short. The comics were sticking out of the top of the boxes. Right. They were really loose and flopping around. Nobody he does. He does not take care of his collection. Uh, we knew something was weird then. Yeah. And take care of his comic collection. Um, Pembroke, the old she wolf, is making lemonade out of lemons. Reggie's worried she's going to leave because she's getting successful or something. I don't know. The apartment, there's a spider. It's bad <laughs> luck to kill it. And they kill it. So are they cursed? I don't know. That's, That's so a, dumb. It's, yeah. I don't know. Oh. You weren't into this? No, not at all. Not this okay. part. El Royale. They have the town meeting, of course, at the El Royale. The gym. Where you have them. You got the board. Who's on the board? Uh, it's Is it Uncle Frank? Yeah, of course. Thunder. Yep. Um, Some more teeth. Tab- Tabitha Tate. Uh... That's a hint. Tabitha Tate and and who? Tony Topaz. Tony Topaz. There you go. Basically, we've got a problem. There's no syrup. Oh, man. Because of Cheryl. So Archie wants wants the town to give every home a sapling. (laughs) (laughs) He's an idea guy. She who controls the syrup controls the town. And Jug's wearing a weird ring on his index finger. I don't know what that was about. I wrote it down now. Um, over at Thornhill, they're having dinner by candlelight with the pupils. Cheryl says the trees have withered, and Nana Rose starts mumbling about the old ways. <laughs> Cheryl says we took the maple maiden for granted, and Archie is trying to steal my maple thunder. Uh, Archie gets a call from Molly Ringwald. She wants them to have a baby Archie. So they bang. I guess they're going to try. The apartment jugs box of marshmallow rainbows has bugs in it. It was kind of gross. He's he's just trying to chow down on his box of marshmallow rainbows, and there's a bunch of bugs in it. Um, At Pop, Cheryl wants to buy. She's going to buy 13 saplings for Thornhill. Archie's like, nope, can't buy any. These are for Rivervale people. She's like, oh, I'll rejoin over your dead body, she says. Ooh. Uh, Colonel, Colonel's office. He's got the good doctor, old timey mirror on his head. Mm-hmm. That's a good look. I like that. Yeah. What is? What were those for? I, Reflecting light. Yeah, maybe? I guess. Yeah. So to reflect. It wasn't light like a there. headlamp. It just yeah. no. But so I think that's what it was. You like reflect the light down it into their yeah. mouth or whatever orifice you look at. <laughs> got to know how to place you the gotta, frog. You got to see every detail of the toad in his mouth. Yeah. 
tells Betty she has no viable eggs, even though Molly Ringwald wants her and Archie to have a baby, and they're banging all the time. She's got mm-hmm. no viable eggs. She's the fifth barren girl lately in the veil. So Fangs says that his grandma said that they could leave, that this is how they do this. If you have a crying baby, you le- the, the old serpents would leave their crying baby overnight on a tree stump in Fox Forest. <laughs> oh, and they'll cry the colic out. I bet if you leave a baby in the woods, yeah. they're going to cry. Um, his mom did it to him. <laughs> now the toad's not sounding so bad actually i think that you leave what happens is they leave him in the woods and the toad jumps in their mouth <laughs> probably could have been comfortably at home right. yeah um veronica covers the bed at pembroke the pembroke and money and they do it <laughs> They're going to be able to spend that money. Oh, boy. Uh, the Coopers, Frank came over to fix the pipes and had some good bratwurst. And, and Thunder's like, let's do it. Everybody else is doing it. Let's do it, too, Frank. He can't put, go there. He can't I'll, go I'll, there. I'll put my money on the bed. Oh, you there's always, show there's always been a will they, won't they with those two. They've had yeah. good chemistry. Yeah. I forget what his excuse is because he's trying to get out of there. He doesn't want any part of her. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't think they said yet. Okay. At this point. Maybe I wrote it down later, but I can't remember yet. Uh, over at the Andrews, Archie's sitting on the couch reading a nice old timey copy of Sports Illustrated with Chuck Clayton on the front. Old. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, old sticky maple Chuck himself. Yeah. Wow. Betty's reading the work of Shirley Jackson, House on the Hill, Haunted Hill, Haunted I don't know what remember the name. Uh, she says, well, maybe adoption. I'm barren. How about adoption? Senior Archie made him want the whole process. <laughs> having old Senior Archie, having a real dad. He really is adoption shaming. Wow. And he says, it'll happen. My kid doesn't have bright red hair. What's the yeah, exactly. <laughs> so in the forest, they say it's Bonsoir Antoinette. I wrote down. I don't know why. Somebody says that. And TT. I wonder uh, who said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So she's leaving baby Anthony in the forest and Cheryl's rubs her hands together like Miyagi and says, may I? I was like, what is happening? Thought she was going to Miyagi this baby. She holds the baby and stops crying. Who knew? knew? She's got the gift. The old ways. She's got this (laughs) concocted perfume from the greenhouse. If you want some, I need a favor. So she's she starts making these deals. She makes a deal with TT. I'll give you this perfume if you do me a flavor. Back at the apartment, Tabitha screams. She feels like spiders are biting her. She's cu- covered in bites later. Thornhill, there's they're doing some arts and crafts with the pupils. They're making poppets to honor the maple maiden. And as a warning. Of course, we we all do that. I made poppets earlier today. Uh, later, the hot dudes of Rivervale dig them up to plant some saplings. They have to dig up the the poppets. And Archie says she spooked my crew with these dolls. <laughs> <laughs> that he's got her FBI jacket on. She saw an old case about these totems. Uh, back at the lodge, they're, they got blueprints for the casino that they're making. And Veronica's like, we are going to do it all over this place once we build it. It's going to be covered in money and us. And he's like, oh, where's my office? 
Wow. Ooh. Wow. Yikes. Forgot my <laughs> office. Wow. That was telling. Uh, it's just a mistake. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, and then Kev sees some saplings pulled from the ground in the forest. Oh, that's not good. They have a town board meeting. Cheryl is there. She Archie bursts in and accuses her. She invited <laughs> the whole town to a maple harvest festival. And and so everybody's on board with Cheryl now. And he but Archie just doesn't understand what's going on. At Betty's office, she's investigating the totem pictures and sees an RB rose blossom, maybe. Mm. Oh, she goes over to Thornhill, a little cousin action. We all uh, always love when the cousins get together. <laughs> 50 years ago, a drifter was killed with a poppet shoved up his, down his throat. Better than up your ass. <laughs> so I try to act like I make these slips here now. Man. Uh, he had a poppet shoved down his throat and his heart ripped out. Wow. Nana, Nana Rose, how dare you? Oh, man. It's just something else that slipped her mind. Oh, yes, I murdered a drifter. <laughs> <laughs> we put him in a maple barrel. <laughs> he poked me in the eye. <laughs> the Cooper's Frank walks Thunder home. He was married as a mercenary, and his wife and daughter were killed, Frank Castle style. I don't know if that's true. I just thought that was family <laughs> was killed. He was a mercenary, but Tabitha calls Cheryl. Her boxes of pancakes are ready. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. Who buys pre-made pancakes from a <laughs> diner <laughs> for your pancake eating contest? Oh, if you're going to go through as many as these guys do, you're going to need as many as you can get. If I was going to be in a pancake eating contest, you damn well be better, better be making me fresh pancakes. Yeah, hot pancakes. The only way to eat pancakes. You know, buy them. I like that she had a special pancake mm-hmm. box. She did. Like, had a little window in it. It I was think. amazing, but yeah. that's not how you eat pancakes. You yeah, don't I have go never buy... understood. You know, like IHOP. You can get IHOP to go. DoorDash IHOP. It's like what? Wh- how in the world? Yeah. No. Just Instantly from, from off the griddle. The griddle. To the, Nobody the griddle waits to the table when it's long. time for pancakes. Yeah. Who's first? You start yeah. eating. It's in a cycle. It's yeah. you just keep waiting until you get another pancake on your plate. You don't. It got to have the hot pancakes with the hot syrup and the butter, and you don't. This was this was the biggest travesty of, <laughs> of the whole episode. <laughs> Craziest thing to happen in Riverdale yet. Ninety six episodes. Yeah. In. <laughs> uh, so one she last, was, one of the last things I salvaged from my freezer when it blew up was some Schwann, I had some Schwann's pancakes left over. Yeah. And those are those frozen ones you throw in the microwave, and they just become little like chewy. Yeah, dough. Yeah, they're not yeah. Uh, chewy garbage. Yeah. Desperation yeah. pancakes. Right. That's like yeah. yeah. Michael hasn't worked for Schwann's for some time, so <laughs> that that tells us how old those pancakes <laughs> those were. Those are who from the road. Eat those? They're never those were, good. Those were road cakes. Road <laughs> 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 of those that fell out the door. Door to door. Door to road to door. <laughs> she sees the Cheryl sees the bites on Tabitha's neck from the bugs, and she says, I can help with that ancient cleansing formula if you make me a deal. Back at Thornhill, she makes a special confection the village priestess used to make sin pie. Heard of sin pie once towns. Once the town's sins were consumed, the town would prosper. And Britta asks, by, by who? Who who eats the, the sin pie? Over at Andrews, we suddenly see Archie appear on screen. Um, the festival is a hard pass. He's not going. But he's like, yeah, we got to go to investigate. She's tell, trying to get a reason to take him to the... the festival 
So the colic cleared up. TT tells Archie, good luck today. He's like, what? <laughs> Perpetually behind and never knows what's going on. <laughs> Cheryl asks V, which by the way, is it veggie or vaginald? I've heard a couple Ooh. of years. I've always been veggie, but yeah. She, you know, so I, I, I hadn't heard Cheryl that asks about Reginald. So I was like, wait a minute, is it vaginal? Um Veronica says, not not great times right now. Something's going on. She's like, do you need a remedy? It makes her a deal. So Jug says, Tabitha's been flipping flat flapjacks for 18 hours. He needs a challenger. So Archie's like, okay, I'll challenge you. So who won? By my tally, Jughead Jones, 116 pancakes. And Archie Andrews, 119. We have a winner. You're like a brother to me. I love you. You know that, right? Yeah, I love you back, Chuck. You remember? I wrote down that Archie ate 119 pancakes. <laughs> yes, to Jugs 116. So that is Ooh. a lot of flipping pancakes over yeah. there, Pops. Cold pancakes. I could eat that many cold pancakes for mm. no way. Uh, Jug tells him, I love you. I love you. Archie's like, what? Again. That's just the pancakes talking. <laughs> <laughs> so Cheryl goes to Frank and Thunder and is like, you guys need a remedy to get this love going? <laughs> then we get Archie versus Reggie in a shirtless sawing wood contest. Oh man, this was the highlight right here. The lumberjacking. This- how do your abs look like that 119 pancakes in exactly he just ate 119 pancakes then got up and did a whole bunch of physical activity that's how you keep them shredded you do the activities Mm. but that's that's like iron man competition iron stomach so he won the pancake contest now he's now he wins the logging contest here they're really pumping him up here Puts Reggie to shame. Oh. Oh. According to Cheryl's sundial, it's time for sudden death. Who will challenge Archie for the crown? Betty says, I will. And Archie's like, what the F? I won two rounds to get here. <laughs> and she just is automatically the championship against Yeah. Her. She didn't have to eat any pancakes or oh, cut down any trees. Jador. A good plot twist. Step up, cousin. All-American boy versus girl next door. Chills. One axe throw. Best wins. Ate a lot of pancakes. Logged a lot of logs. Pointless. To have to go one axe throw against my girlfriend. What? Um, Archie's first. He's at the edge of the bullseye there. Of course, Betty nails it. She wins. Runner up gets a sin pie. <laughs> I'm I don't full know, of why, pancakes. Why I just let him win. Just let him win and let him win the pie. I don't know what the, all of this was about. So, oh, back at the Andrews, poppets are are fertility dolls. What? <laughs> <Aren't you? laughs> He's like what? Uh, let's make a baby after the pie. He's not a fan of foreplay. He wants to skip the pie. She's yeah, like, no, never, never skip, never the skip pie. the pie. That's why he, he he's like, she says, eat the pie. He's like, okay. And they they do it. Um, and if I remember that pie, like. That's a whole process of eating that pie, like licking fingers and like it was a whole. It was messy. It was a whole thing. Later, Kev calls. 
they've got Betty for the ritual at Thornhill. So there's a big red moon. They're all there decked out sacrifice time. Not Betty. Don't sacrifice Betty. She's like, I'm pregnant. Women can't be sacrificed. We need man blood. That's what Cheryl says. The old way. Archie says, what? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm not a virgin. I swear. I've done it a lot today. Today. (laughs) No, but we need one true pure heart. Literally. Pure heart, the powerful. Mm. He's like, Uncle Frank? You see Frank there? Uh, Veronica wangs him with a rock. Should, if they didn't use a shovel, what were they doing? Why yeah. did she not use a shovel? That would have been perfection. He wakes up. He's got the antler crown on. Freaking. Uh, I don't know, though. Every time they, they want to ki- kill a char- one of these main characters, they use a rock. Remember when they hit Jughead? I know, rock? but. We talk about the shovel, yeah, and so they should be listening to us and use a shovel. <laughs> He's tied to a tree. Betty says, do it now. And Cheryl stabs him and pulls his still-beating heart out. And so, so, so ends Archie Andrews, 25 years old. But Jack says, we're just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> So that was all very midsummer. Yeah. The, the 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 ribbon they had ribbons and the dress and the flowers. Like it looked very much like the, the midsummer uh, horror film that came out a few years ago. And I think yeah. I remember rewinding it when they showed the the whole cast sitting there. Nana is holding the Jason doll in her lap. So even even the creepy Jason doll was involved in this sacrifice. I thought of why well, since you mentioned Midsummer, you know, I my Christmas tree is movie themed. I've just put movie stuff on there, and I thought of a good idea for that. I'm gonna just cut out Florence Pugh's face and stick it in the tree. Nice. <laughs> that's funny to anybody that's seen Midsummer. Um, Actually, that kind of tracks. So, chapter ninety-seven, we got colon ghost stories. Ghost stories. So it's pretty cool. Archie's dead. Archie's yeah. dead. No more Archie to worry about. Let's do every other cool character. We get some jug dub. Gather around, kitties. It's time, time for, for a, ghost a few story. ghost stories. Now, a few ghost stories, actually. He's pouring coffee for the customers and pops as he's doing it, being part of the scene. I like that. The first begins with a conflict as ancient as Cain and Abel. First, we get Cain first versus serpents Abel. Have existed, so serpents have versus ghoulies. Over the years. They fought for a the serpent princess Zandra fell in love with Ghoulie Prince Daniel. The serpent princess Sandra fell in love with the Ghoulie Prince Daniel. In a town like Rivervale, that's more than enough reason to spill some blood. Gang fight. Darla pulls a gun. TT throws a switchblade. All that Kills. Darla Dick- Dickinson, right? She's yeah. back. I remember that. She's yeah. back again. I was like, holy cow. Moves out of the way and TT kills her son, Daniel. She usually doesn't take those things well. No. Three months later, we in therapy, TT knows Darla must be as sad as she would be if baby Anthony died. This episode did you try not so did you try putting a toad in danny's mouth did that yeah. help at all brought him back he's colicky but um <laughs> quit being so colicky this this episode's insanity uh i just i'm kind of glad i stopped at the you know here because i don't want to get confused beyond this um Back at the apartment, Jug doesn't get any less weird. Don't worry. Oh, I know. I just wanted to take a break. Yeah, okay. I can't (laughs) wait to get weird again. Uh, Jughead's eating some more marshmallow rainbow. No bugs this time. Tabitha says, hang these pictures today while I'm gone. While I'm at work, writer. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to eat my cereal. I'll hang them up. I got it. So over at Mantle Motors, Reg 
is looking at a pic of his dad. Veronica calls. Dad's sick at hospital. We know Reg Reg buys a Chevelle. What looks I think it's a Chevelle. Looks like his old car he had. Calls yeah, it high school. Yeah, calls right. it Belisima. Holy crap, fella! I had a car exactly like this one back in high school. Man, the times we had. She's a beaut, isn't she? Look, I was hoping to get her appraised and sold. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll buy her off you. Double the blue book value. All cash. <laughs> Imagine some girl in the car with her. We don't know who it is. At the uh, apartment, Tabitha gets home. Jug's reading comics. He didn't hang the art. This is like, if you... If if uh, Jordan never got married, this is how it was just gonna play out. If I ever found a woman as good as Tabitha, I would, I would hang not them pictures. I would hang any picture she wanted. You'd get caught reading comics, eating marshmallow <laughs> rainbow. You'd get complacent. Um, Tabitha puts a nail in. She's gonna hang it herself, and she busts a hole in the wall, and they find a room. Yeah, I wrote down Tabitha bad at hammers. How <laughs> <laughs> do you miss the nail that bad? She finds an entire room with their ships and and scotch bottles, and it's going to be Jug's writing room. Maybe he'll quit just reading comics, and he'll actually start writing. Over at the lake or Sweetwater River or wherever the hell we're at, some monster lady rises from the water and scared me. La Yarona. <laughs> La Yarona um, at Thornhill. No, I I love how Darla. I can't hear. I I only hear Darla saying that the way she says that later. Then says La Yarona. Yeah, her her accent like just perfectly. That's how I knew how to say it. I learned from Darla. Cheryl infused some brandies for her and Nana Rose with the sap. It's bursting from the trees. And they cheers to Archie. Little Dagwood the, runs in. And the Poppins did their trick. Little Dagwood runs in the room. Mommy's taking Juniper. What? Boy child. What's going on? There's a in there we see this ghoul drowning Juniper. Cheryl saves her, and there's marks on the kid's arms. Little Juniper. So there's some manifestation here of this ghoul that is trying to drown this kid. My Yorona. My Yorona did it. So Kevin says, got any names for the baby you're going to have, Betty? Polly, if it's a girl. Archie, if it's a boy. Real original. Boring. Cheryl says, take the twins. Some evil M. Night Shyamalan movie water nymph is stalking them. Over at Pops, Tabs with the apartment blueprints asks Miss Gordon uh, where this room came from. She's like, yep, there it is, right there on the blueprints. She already told Doug about Sam and Diane dying in the apartment. Sam and Diane? Will they won't cheers? They won't they die in this apartment? <laughs> Murder-suicide. Yeah, that's a sad way for cheers to end. Yeah, that's, Murder-suicide. Yeah. Last call has a whole new meaning. <laughs> Um, the school garage. Reggie's busted in on by Ronnie. He's got he's shining up the car. He's got his bulldog jacket on. <laughs> really feeling himself. Glory yeah. days. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been blasting. <laughs> uh, the apartment. Jugget says Diane bludgeoned Sam with a hammer. He wants to write about it. Maybe, whenever he gets around to it. TT's office. Betty is there. They got talking about a serpent. Lucinda Via, her drowned daughter, Sandra, 616, in the tub. Dr. Curdle says the bruises indicate that she, you know, indicate it. And the FBI wants Betty to charge her with murder. But we know she didn't do it. She didn't drown her own daughter. It was going to be the La Llorona. Um, TT asks 
Lucinda in jail, you know, yeah, she says, she says there's law your own and the spirit of vengeance that preys on kids. But he's like, I can't put that on my report. It's not a good answer. So at Pops, Veggie are making out in the car, trying to relive their glory days. And the students, her students are parked next to them, cheering, cheering them on. And she's like, this is it. It's the last time we do this. And at the apartment, the incessant typing is driving Tabitha crazy. She hits Jug with the hammer, but it's just a dream. He's not writing. <laughs> Should have known. <laughs> uh, she wakes, she's like, cap the toothpaste. She's getting mad at him. Just like Diane probably did. Um I- always put the cap back on the toothpaste oh yeah i've got one of those that has the cap still attached to it so you just mm. flip it snap cap pembroke veronica was triggered because chuck Clay- clayton syrup shamed her <laughs> no more carscapades and reggie says you're just jealous of bella the car uh pops Tab asked Pop, you believe in ghosts? Pop says, yeah, this place was haunted by the ghost of the deep fryer waitress. I said, tally another one on the body count at Pop's. Someone else who died at Pop's. And then the deep fryer. She played the jukebox. How'd you get rid of her? The 80s riots scared her off. <laughs> I need that episode. It's like how random. It's noisy in the 80s, right? Maybe if you make some noise. So Pembroke, Veronica's going, Veronica's on the phone. She calls her Mosa. Tells her who tells her that Reggie is probably just having a quarter life crisis. We never got to see Archie's quarter life crisis because he's dead. <laughs> he had his own crisis. Um T.T. starts reading about the Rona and feral motherhood. She tells Betty they need to go after an unborn child, so beware. Uh, Jug starts putting chips in bottles instead of writing still. Tab is fed up. She had enough. Uh, Betty's room. She's asleep. The Rona comes in and leaves a black handprint on her baby bump. Oh my! And Tabitha finds a hammer in the refrigerator, but Jug is writing again finally. But he won't let her read his vomit draft. First draft, he doesn't let anybody read. He says, "Not even, not even me." Nope. So back at the school, Veronica gets in Bella, the car, and hangs some blue and gold dice. She's going to embrace his crisis and be nice to him. She finds a pic of this pretty girl, though. When she bumps into Weatherby, he sees the pic and says, oh, that's Ms. Soprano, the driver's ed teacher, Isabella. She was inappropriate with the students. Oh man, she was Miss Grundy in it up. Mm-hmm. So TT sees the ceiling dripping in class and grabs an axe, sees the Rona, pulls a fire alarm, scares her off with the noise like riots would. And Kev is concerned because she's acting funny, he didn't say anything. Dr. Curdle Jr. Jr. How curious, Miss Cooper. According to this sonogram, you were no longer pregnant. What? What are you talking about, Dr. Curdle? I was pregnant. You told me that I was pregnant. I took a test that said I was pregnant. Hysterical pregnancies can manifest the same symptoms and conditions as actual pregnancies. Perhaps that's what happened here. Says Betty is no longer pregnant. 
Maybe it was a hysterical pregnancy. Uh, they love that. When you tell them they were hysterically pregnant, it wasn't real. Gotta love that. Uh, Betty calls TT and says she she believes her about the Rona, that her baby was taken. And she mentions that she, when she says Jug's writing again, she, Betty mentions, yeah, I used to love to read his first draft. <sighs> Wow. What? So, get a, they get at uh, Fang's house, Fang's TT's, uh, counselor comes for a wellness check on baby Anthony. They better not find a frog in his mouth or pickle. And <laughs> the Rona is in there grabbing baby Anthony and throwing him on the floor and all kinds of crap. That's not a good look. When, when are they going to stop calling this kid baby Anthony? Never. He'll <sighs> be 35. Yeah. He'll be going through. He'll be Uncle Baby Anthony. Life Uncle, baby. Uncle Baby Anthony. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is how it starts. Yep. Um, back Let's in the garage, see. Veronica smashed up the car. Reggie explains that the teacher was the only adult he could trust. He wasn't sleeping with her. And oh, by the way, my dad died 20 minutes ago. So don't you feel bad? I I made that note that Veronica hasn't stopped being awful even after Hiram's left town. I know this is an alternate reality, but like we blamed a lot of Veronica's craziness and stupidity on Hiram, her reactions yeah. to Hiram. Yeah. And it's like here, nope, she just flies off the handle and does ridiculous, nonsensical things that even have nothing to do with Hiram. So it's just her character is written so mm. every which way. But loose. More so than you know on this show scale, I get it. So, Fangs is going to take the baby to the white worm, and they need Cheryl to contact the ghost bitch, TT says. So, Veronica bought Reggie another car. She felt bad. His dad died. He wasn't sleeping with his driver's ed teacher in the past, as if it's yeah, any of her the, business. I was going to say, he's 25 now, so. Um, at Thornhill, they're having a seance. C, B, T, T, Nana Rose, all there. Hear ye, hear ye. We sacred women have gathered here to summon the entity known as La Llorona, or the Weeping Woman. Spirit, your sisters call out to you. You who visited this house and the house of Elizabeth Cooper in the house of Antoinette Topaz. Spirit, speak to us. What is thy name? Spirit, reveal thyself. 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 And it enters Nana, of course. Perfect. <laughs> is that you spirit who are you name thyself my name was Martha Mallon my employee was as a nurse in the children's ward of Rivervale's first hospital in those early hungry years we lost many a babe from the pox from the bitter cold from the doctor's careless hands the townsfolk Blamed me for the loss of their children. Accused me of being a witch woman. And they dragged me and my own children to the Sweetwater River. Weighed us down with rocks. And threw us in the dark waters. We drowned. And I became this cursed thing that I am. Who summoned you here, spirit? Who called you to this earthly plane? Martha Malin, the children's nurse. Do not Kids died of disease. Tom blamed her and drowned her. Nana starts spewing water. 
Darla summoned me. It was Darla Dickinson who did so from her son's grave. Nana, I'm sorry. Are you all right? You all right? Forgive me. Darla Dickinson. Why does that name sound so familiar? She's the woman whose son I killed. That's why she's doing this. The apartment. Jug got some full scotch bottles he's bringing in there. And Tabitha's reading his draft. It feels like the story's about them, not Sam and Diane. Little story about Sam and Diane. Wow. Um, with a hammer. Sucking on a pancake. <laughs> Outside of Pops. Uh, the child. Yeah. <laughs> um, you bought scotch with the money I earned. Tabitha smashes the typewriter. That was a gift from Betty. Oh, wrong answer. She picks yeah, up a hammer. Yeah. And she sees a reflection of Diane with the hammer. And she drops it. She also... Drops the L word also. Lorona? I think. I don't know. <laughs> the ghost leave. I just wrote the L word. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and the ghost leave, and they're fine. At the cemetery, TT apologizes to Darla. Call off the Lorona, says Buddy. You can't call off La Yorona. La Yorona. Not till Anthony's dead. Over at the White Worm, the serpents are all on the floor, wet. Baby <laughs> got took. Even Fangs got took out. So at the apartment, they're boarding up the writing room. Not going to use that room anymore. That nope. was bad news. Uh, in the at least use it for like comic storage or something. Yeah, have extra space. You don't don't have to write in it. Yeah, you don't have to put ships in bottles. (laughs) Reggie finds a pick. uh, Finds the the pick of Mister Prano and sees her in the rearview mirror. He smiles at her. A nice moment. This is dead teacher ghost. Um, at the river. La Irona has the baby. TT says, show us mercy. Lorona can't return without the babe. Give me your suffering, says TT. Why? I killed Danny. Let me take your place. I feel guilty. I killed a kid. That kid, you know, I need to, those sins are mine. So she gives the baby back. TT gives the baby to Betty. So now Betty has a baby. Betty's baby, bubble bomb. Boom. Um, Rona dives into TT. It's kind of a cool shot. Kind of freaked me out. Just like dives into TT and Ooh. consumes her. TT becomes the La Yorona and walks into the water. Let me ask you something, friends. Is there a better... Word for motherhood than sacrifice, says Jug. Sweetwater River sticks, yada yada river fail. That was like, wow, that they have really keep pushing the envelope. That I mean, this is about as far as you can push it to this point. Yeah. PT is walking into the water as a ghoul. Ghoulie. The weeping, the weeping woman, Lyarona. So that that had uh, that Bly Manor show was had a lot of that. Like there's a woman in the lake, and it she oh the left footprints in the house. Was it? I'm sure that's the that was based on. Yeah, that's why she had that Shirley Jackson book. Henry as a yeah Henry James novel, I think was. But yeah, um, yeah. I so I I wrote down nothing matters more than usual. I think like I think at this point I was like again I'm not I wasn't quite sure where this is all these five episodes are headed and it's like you can kill people think you know it doesn't yeah. matter you know the plots aren't going to matter at any point 
So I, I'm trying to just go on for the ride. Like, you know, th there's not going to be any lasting repercussions. So just it's fun little Elseworlds kind of stuff. I hope when we get to episode 101, there is lasting repercussions. And it just, you find out all of this took. That would be great. Well, at this point, you guys are like, now we already know. <laughs> at this point, Man's I running. was thinking, oh, they're just going to kill off a main character every, oh, yeah, every one of these shows until episode one or, you know, 101 or whatever. Because I was like, I don't understand what's happening, except it's really, you know, it's weirder than usual. And, um, obviously it, it seemed like a, a different, you know, the multiverse or a different reality of some sort, because mm -hmm. people had different jobs and, and different, uh, relationships and that type of thing without any explanation. And don't forget Hiram blew up Archie's house with them in it. So mm -hmm. I don't know. It was weird. It it wasn't. I thought the second episode was better than the first. Yeah. But that was, you know, probably just a product of lack of Archie. Yes. Less Archie. <laughs> more so we got three left. Uh, before we uh, complete. River Vale. We find out what the hell's going on. I will uh, try to. I'll try to watch a couple more, or maybe all three in the next week or two, and we'll come Get back. Oh, these these notes I'm looking at, I have written down. Save it. Good Don't stuff. Look at saucy sapphic witch. How's that for a quote? <laughs> oh. Oh, it only gets better. It only gets better. All right. I'm excited. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed both of these episodes. So. Yeah, it, it was. I could uh, use a little less Reggie. Yeah, but it was, a, it was a nice little change of pace, I think. You know, there were once, for once, there were consequences in, in what happened, <laughs> I guess. So had lasting effects for a change. So that was good. All right, we did it. We will be back sometime with uh, the continuation of season six. Until then, my name is Jordan Lowe. Watch out for La Llorona. If you get a chance, check out our Patreon. Trying to keep up with it, putting up the uh, the show, the video versions of the show, early access on on these audio uh, podcast episodes. And I hear word of a sticker. Yes, and we've added a sticker. We've we we've added merch um, onto that five dollar tier. Uh, I think it's Kapow's. If you uh, if you join or upgrade your your patronage to uh, to the five dollar tier, uh, comes with a sticker now. So something new, cool. If you like Start that, with a sticker. Someday we might even make a t-shirt. <laughs> that thing's worth like a million dollars. Yeah. I was going through Jesse's pictures to make that meme this morning and uh, I saw a couple different pictures of that shirt come through. I mean, there's no shirt. That shirt's worth more than an NFT. That's true. That shirt is an NFT. Jesse's non-fungible t-shirt. <laughs> Does this mean we're crypto millionaires now? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we gotta get that thing back. <laughs> we have to go on a caper. Yeah. <laughs> Have him have his character wear a costume in the next session and have him say, Oh, you better change out of your shirt and put this costume on. <laughs> yeah, and then steal the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Surround it with poppets. Oh, get it now. 
Jesse, let me uh, let me put this frog in your in your mouth. Oh, all right, all right. I'm Cliff Barnes. Bonsoir, Antoinette. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow, the pop culture podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.